The following podcast is a Rotten Corpse Radio production. Welcome one, welcome all to the Halloween edition of the Rotten Corpse Radio podcast, only on RottenCorpseRadio.com. Stop hypocrisy and myself get super fucking baked and we decide to record an episode. So uh, enjoy this. This is our review of season two of Stranger Things, uh, available on Netflix. Uh, you can find all other things Rotten Corpse Radio currently on our SoundCloud page. Most of our articles are disabled at the moment. Uh, we are currently... Um, rebuilding the website so hopefully uh we can get back up and running here soon in the near future and on top of that um, i also have an album out it is entitled black market soul exchange uh the album is called dot 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 where dreams are made um and this is can be available on my bandcamp page uh which is black market soul exchange dot bandcamp dot com Anyway, um, and if you're a fan of Ron Corpse Radio and you'd like to contribute, head on over to our Patreon page right now. It's patreon.com forward slash Rotten Corpse Radio uh, to be able to donate as little as a dollar or as much as you feel like it. It's all up to you. Anyway, um, enough of the bullshit and the chit chatter. Here's our Halloween edition of the Rotten Corpse Radio podcast. Spooky, scary skeletons and shivers down your spine. Shrieking skulls will shock your soul and seal your doom tonight. Spooky, scary Welcome. Happy fucking Halloween. Well, almost Halloween. Well, it'll be Halloween by the time this airs. No, oh, okay. Well, fuck them. <laughs> we just got done. Nine hours later. Nine hours later. <laughs> Stranger Things season two. Holy fuck shit. It was pretty good. Yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah, I like no, that. I'm sorry. It was bitching. It was bitching. Tubular. <laughs> Tubular and bitching. <laughs> so, yeah. Um... For anybody who is listening to this now, if you had not seen Stranger Things at all, watch it. Maybe this sh- maybe this episode might not interest you if you had never seen the show, or just fucking watch it, just like Stalker said. Um, but if you haven't, shut this off and go watch it, <laughs> mm-hmm. or just listen to our stupid opinions, for they will contain many, 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 many spoilers. Oh, yeah, spoiler alert, so don't listen to us. Um, <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, new characters. Yeah, so, like, right from the first episode, we get introduced to uh, a couple different characters. Mad Max, or Maxine, or Maxie, Maxie Pad, whatever her name is. Yep. Um, um, and her Tim Rothian brother. <laughs> <laughs> Very Tim Rothian. <laughs> he was just missing the fucking shitty stash right here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wonder if he got hyped up on Pernado Pills, too. Oh, no shit. That was, uh, that was some horrible hair, though. It was some pretty bad oh, hair. I was looking at a picture of him. He doesn't have horrible hair. Um, <laughs> thank <laughs> yeah, God. Not natural. That was just a really, really bad wig. <laughs> Man, it was. Fuck. But it, wasn't, it was bad. I don't know if it, they made it purposely look bad hair or just had a bad wig or didn't put a lot of money into his outfit because there wasn't a whole lot of money to put into his outfit. It was denim and jeans, okay? Basically. <laughs> shitty hair. <laughs> Yeah, the uh, <laughs> and a lot of cigarettes. The guy made me want to smoke a lot. Yeah, I mean, not me personally. I mean, because I'm I'm pretty much over that. But 
Yeah, no, his fucking his his presence totally a fucking tobacco ad. <laughs> oh, I know, Mar Marlboro Marl. Fuck yeah, he might as well have been wearing a cowboy hat. That would have completed his look. Oh, I know. This badass fucking dude. And if you think Will has a better season than he did last season, the kid who got lost in the woods, supposedly. Yeah. Uh, Basically, the kid who got sucked into it. Will dimension. the Wise, whatever you want to call him. No, he, he, it's bad for him again. Yeah, this, this whole season, I, I think... The writers of Stranger Things just love torturing that actor. Actually, the, the one thing I do love about the writers in this is just the little things like the the ads, the, the Reagan and Bush fucking thing in the guy's front yard. Yeah. Uh, the bikes, the clothes, the the cars, the sets, the... The lead-in music sometimes. Yeah. Oh, and, and the, the music that they do, they, they have so much 80s music they can use. It's yeah. ridiculous. Oh, yeah. Um, God, what was it? Yeah, all the weird... The cars, the haircuts, the... The socks the sister was wearing when she got drunk. My sister used to have those. Yeah. Um, what was it? The, um, there's, uh, it doesn't happen right away, but I think it's like second or third episode. Um, that one kid, uh, Jesus, uh, Lucas, mm-hmm. his sister fucking st- steals his He-Man and shit. And, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> With his shitty big old walkie-talkies back in the day. Walkie-talkies used to be like a foot long. Dude. I know. They looked like, they looked like they were... <laughs> that car- was without the antenna. I mean, seriously, <laughs> it looked like they were carrying around a fucking phone booth. Like the actual phone from a phone booth. Oh, the Just one walking. kid, uh, what's his name, had the, the mic. Oh, um, geez. Uh, Dustin. Yeah. I'm eventually going to get all their names down. We eventually will. Yeah, the, like I've... Yeah, I've been benching since early this morning, or like pretty much. Well, you had the morning. Maxine episode where they brought in the new girl and the boy and her yeah. brother, stepbrother, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. And then you got the old characters where they left off and kind of in the last season. And Mike is still butthurt because he, well, Elle's not there. Yeah. Or alone. well, till episode two. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they they really kind of bring her back and all. She she basically has her own episode. Of, yeah. Like the way she came back and what she's been doing and yeah, kind of reminds you of like uh, all those weird side episodes you would see in like most shows, you know, where they do you know shift the focus completely on characters instead of um, trying to balance back and forth, back and forth. Well, she back basically and had forth. two of her own episodes when she was with her sister and that episode. Yeah, yeah, she had a couple. Like they left you off with the in I think what was it episode seven with the. With the demodogs or whatever, demodogs yeah. or whatever the fuck the kid called them. Yeah. Um, and then they leave you there, and then there's like a whole episode of Elle with her sister. Yes, she has a sister, number eight. And she's British. Go figure. Um, yeah. And then they finally come back to the part where the dogs are coming out of the earth and shit. <laughs> You're like, oh, oh, I totally forgot about that. I thought this was the Elle show. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get me wrong. But um yeah I, I, yeah this whole season's like there's a lot of back and forth back and forth back and forth like um of course uh in the very first episode they meet a new girl um Maxine or Max Mad Max um and they basically like dead set on like meeting this they chick stalk and trying her to, because she yeah. has the best record on Pac-Man or whatever yeah Dig Dug and a bunch of other games like she basically was killing the records on the at the arcade and. Uh, they wanted to find out who Mad Max was. So they were stalking her until she realized... Like, she couldn't tell they were all just staring the shit out of her. Yeah. Is it because she's a... Uh, who else did we get? Oh, yeah, we got Paul Reiser in the first episode. And, yes. And, and Sean Astin, who was, like, dad of the fucking... Or boyfriend of the year or something. <laughs> Stand-up dude of the year. <laughs> Stand-up dude of the year. Yeah, he gets an award. We'll tell you about it a little bit later in the episode. <laughs> but, um, but, yeah. And, well, he's banging Winona Ryder so they can have 86. Um, <laughs> 86. <laughs> and then Paul Reiser. <laughs> and of course, he's a scientist. Yeah. Helen Hunt was nowhere to be found. Um, nowhere. He wasn't mad about her in this season. Oh, she should have come out of nowhere going, there's twisters coming. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta go. Uh, gotta go. Where's Bill Paxton? Oh wait, he's dead. <laughs> oh shit! Oh, shit. Too soon. Too soon. 
<laughs> Sorry. Well, actually, a couple people are dead from that movie. <laughs> yeah, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Yeah, Philip Seymour Hoffman <laughs> and everybody else's careers, but... <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who would have thought, right? <laughs> Who would have thought, right? We're going to see him on screen forever. <laughs> oh, I know. But anyways, season one, they brought all those... Or episode one, they brought all those characters in. Yep. And... I mean, I wasn't sad, but it's kind of funny, you know, because, like, within the storyline, you know, um, Will's pretty much just getting examined. Like, Oh, a, yeah, he's a fucking I rat, mean, dude. He's a test. Yeah, his life post-season one, it's just, like, he's never going to really fully come back, you know? Like, he's always going to have this, he's like... He's never really... Like, Will almost... It's like Will almost... Part of Will, at least part of Will, died in season one. Yeah. Yeah, just from being in the in that weird upside down world and it's and just to see what he you know what he's doing in this season I mean well at the end of the first episode he has that big old vision outside the arcade I think that was the was that the end no that was the end yeah um but he had that big old vision where he saw the shadow monster mm-hmm. which I thought was a giant spider in the trailer I remember like dude that's a huge spider <laughs> 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 come find out it's a shadow monster uh yeah, it kind of looks like the, um, like, the way it looks, it looks kind of like the, a cross between, like, the Motu from, like, the Godzilla and King Kong movies, mm-hmm. um, but it also kind of looks like Poor Man's Cthulhu, so they got this, like, kind of double, double thing with him, and I don't know, it's kind of funny, because that kid's going through so much shit, and to think that... To think that, you know, he has to, he, he has to try to go back to a normal life, you know, like, just to think that that's even a possibility, you know, it's kind of a laughable thing. Well, when everybody's worried about how he's doing. Oh, I know, yeah, his brother's always there. His, his fucking, brother's worried, his, his sister's boyfriend's worried, his mom's worried, the, the sheriff's worried, the, but that sheriff, he's a stand-up guy, man. Fuck yeah. He was there at every one of his appointments, <laughs> and also taking care of Elle. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Keeping her safe. Yeah. And that comes to season, or episode two, to where basically the whole episode two is just all about L with the few highlights of the other characters. Yeah, just little bits, little snippets here and there. But was, yeah. Was that the Trick or Treat Freak episode? Or is that three? I think that's three. But, um, but yeah, there was the, yeah, the whole deal with fucking, um, them, you know, of course the kids getting to, you know, slowly... Getting to know, um... Max. Yeah, Maxine. And then... Also with, uh... I mean... With Elle's, you know, you know kind of situation, you know, with her... With, her, with the way everything's gone, you know? Like, um... I think, overall, you know, the fact that Maxine's kind of filling in that void mm-hmm. for the kids. She's kind of... Not for Mike, though. No. Mike's still kind of against her. He pushes back, of course, you know, because he, you know, he doesn't think anybody can replace Elle. No. Yeah. He's been a little bitch. Yeah, he is. <laughs> but it's mostly him pushing away the other kids, wanting to bring her into the party. Yeah. Uh, another 80s word, party, brah. <laughs> Whoa, bro. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> Fucking, um, I think, uh, I think by the time we get up to season three, because season three... Or episode three. Yeah, or episode three. Um, episode three's got to be one of the, you know, one of the better uh, season. Or well, because they wore the, the fucking Ghostbuster outfits, and their mom all made their outfits. Yeah. They didn't go buy them. The fucking moms made them. Why? Because it was the fucking 80s, okay? Fuck it. You couldn't buy that shit in the store. There was no store that would ever sell anything Mm-mm. like that. You I couldn't mean, order it online. You couldn't do anything like that. Yeah, even those, like, really You bad. could go to the store and, like, you know, get the... The same shitty cartoon or costumes they always have. I remember. Okay, so like, Ghostbusters was popular. You know, it was probably the biggest thing you can get mainstream back then. But you know, like, so was. But the, Ghost, but Ghostbusters was everywhere. Too. It wasn't just a movie, a cartoon. Well, if you look around the Halloween night, there's so many like iconic '80s shit. You had Jason. You had like a guy being a zombie. You had uh, Max being fucking Michael Myers, which was awesome. Yep. Uh, they're all Ghostbusters. Max pops out of nowhere. <laughs> Michael Myers? <laughs> yep. 
Happy Halloween, freaks. Yeah. Oh, man. And back when, like, all kids went out for trick-or-treat. I know, you don't see that. And, like, you didn't, you didn't see adults taking yeah. their kids everywhere, being helicopter parents. Fuck no. I think that only happened. I think I only remember. Actually. And they were all, guess what they were carrying? Hmm. Not a whole lot of people had these artsy-fartsy fucking goddamn uh, trick-or-treat bags. It was a fucking pillowcase. Yep. You either carried a pillowcase or you did what me, Alex, or me and Alex would do. Black like, trash bag. Yep. <laughs> Let's see if we can fill this thing up. Let's see if we can fill this thing up. One night, one night, we got so close. I remember um, me, Alex, and Philip actually combined our bags together, and we made a full garbage bag. <laughs> we made a full garbage but bag. That was between the three of us. And, then, and I remember, like, dude, we'd walk forever. Yeah. And it was, because it was, like, uh, one half, or like, what was it? Yeah, we started from, like, one end of town, basically. We went about three, two-thirds of the way down, almost to my house, which was on the complete opposite side of town. And then, fucking, and then, God, we made big loops, too. We went to fucking weird, sketchy neighborhoods. This is another thing I like about the show, is, like, they have the old classic candy bar wrappers for the Musketeers and, like, all that shit just to fucking, oh, yeah. it, it amazes me. Yeah, because, like, um, couple, there was uh, another episode where somebody was drinking something that had, like, a, it kind of had, like, a classic, the classic cam look or whatever. Oh, no, I was also thinking of the very first episode when they, um, when they robbed the store. When the group of kids, or not the group of, or when the oh, group, yeah, the group hmm? of kids with the sister who can do mind control. Yeah. That was, like, the, the way the show started, actually. Yeah, it was like very like when they're on the run from the cops and shit. Yeah, I mean, God, you see a lot of you, like there's just tons of product placement in this in this series. Uh-huh. God, I even saw like what was it the classic sign for Apple in one of the episodes. Uh-huh. You actually see it in the background. Uh, it's just funny to see it too. It's like where it was all rainbow colored and shit. <laughs> well, shit that's like no longer business. They they do a really good job of. Oh, 80s yeah. product placement, yeah. you know? Um, what was it? Uh, the beer cans they drank out of. Yeah. And how old they were. <laughs> I know. <laughs> like, dude, really? The one that killed me was the... Um, when they were talking... Or what was it? You know, when um, the older sister... Uh, what's her name? Um, Nancy. Nancy. When she... When her and um other kid went to fucking... Um, went to, like... Uh, her friend, you know, her, like the friend of hers that died from season one. Oh, went um, to the parents' house? Yeah, went to her parents' house and they were eating uh, KFC. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there was that. There was fucking, um, there was another one. Uh, like somebody referenced Radio Shack in an episode. Oh, yeah, because that's where Sean Astin's character worked. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Fucking worked at Radio Bob. Shack. Bob. <laughs> Smart Bob. <laughs> How's it going, Bob? <laughs> Hater, 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 Bob. <laughs> now, let's just talk about Sean Aston for a second. So, like, his character is so funny as far as... He's just a good guy. We're used to seeing him play versus what, you know, we've seen him play. And just the way he plays it in this you know, in all the episodes. Oh, well, he does such a good job. <clears throat> it's the dorky kid from high school who finally got the hottest chick from school back in his day. Yeah. It's kind of like, I mean, could you, could you imagine how disappointed he might be at some points of his life? Because she does show quite the fucking crazy side. Oh, God, yes. I think, I want to say that Winola Ryder's character, Joyce, is, should get batshit crazy mom of the year award, dude. She <laughs> really should. <laughs> I mean, sure, there are other people out there, you know, being the hero and everything else. She's but. like that one mom, though. You notice all the other kids talk to her, like, no problem. Yeah. They just kind of go up to her because she's approachable. Yeah, like when he Maybe. was, he had no problem mentioning the, the shadow monster to her. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, obviously she wouldn't get it, you know. Like, but, uh. But holy fucking shit, you know. Just well, the, the shadow monster in the what? The, this, the, what was it, this third episode or the trick or treat episode? When Will just fucking runs away and hides? Yeah. Yeah, he's like, where he's carrying the video camera. Where he's carrying the video camera. Yeah. I like the post of that too. When she, when Joyce kind of. Challenge. What's that? Suck all? 
<laughs> but um, but when Joyce watches back on the video to try to figure out what happened to Will, <clears throat> she goes batshit crazy and starts coloring on the TV with the fucking piece yep. of paper. And now she kept it straight and did all that. Yep. <laughs> I was like, okay. Just coloring like a fucking maniac. And of course she sees... Um, she basically draws kind of like a rough sketch of that the same picture. shape yeah, yeah. In the, the one that was in the picture that Will had uh, an episode before mm-hmm. where he was like or she's all he drew what it what is that and he's all he's all making shit up <laughs> doesn't want to actually say where he got that <laughs> and um I, I, it's kind of fucked up I guess just from like the stuff that he went through in season one you know the fact that he's able to be kind of like a conduit to another dimension and that this creature is kind of speaking through him and trying to communicate. And I don't know, I think, like, the kind of possessive nature of that creature, you know, is kind of freaky in the sense that, of course, he's torturing Will with it because Will doesn't do enough in the series, I guess. <laughs> but Oh, dude, that kid did some extraordinary acting, though, this season. He did. Yeah, he did. Despite the salad bowl haircut, he got everything accomplished. <laughs> <laughs> well, his best friend Mike has a salad bowl haircut. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. I always, I always really like seeing kids with a salad bowl haircut because you just. And that kid is the complete '80s kid because he's one type of '80s kid in it and another type of '80s kid in this, and he just pulls it off. Oh yeah, he does, and that's why what fit was Finn Wolf, Wolfhard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wolford. <laughs> yeah, he's a damn good actor. They, they got some damn good kids for this show. Fuck yeah. But then we have, like, the sheriff taking care of hell. We have, oh, the the pumpkin plants. <laughs> yeah. The pumpkin's just rotting to shit. I love the fact that they're just kind of, um... All the pumpkin farms have the same problem. Yeah. Uh, so, obviously, because at first, you know, you'd want to think, oh, God, what kind of shitty problem is this? Like, who isn't doing their fucking shit? You know, like, your pumpkins are going bad, it's your fucking farm. But I would want to think that... And Paul uh, Reiser and our government couldn't figure it out, you know? Oh, <clears throat> nobody could figure it out. And, obviously, he's he's on the case. <laughs> Which, um, in all honesty, I'm, I'm really kind of... Uh, happy he kind of find you know figures it all out kind of. well he was the only one fighting for the kid at, yeah. the, at the board meetings yeah well, at board meetings they were like they didn't give a shit if fucking Will died when he got really bad like what was what were we getting what happened in episode four four that was oh yeah that's when uh, we got uh, D'Artagnan yes so the I think it's the the thing that that Will puked up at the end of season one turns out to be D'Artagnan that is a demagogue or whatever. Yeah, it's kind of the um, he's basically kind of like yeah, kind of like the demag uh, like the demagogue thing in the first season, um, except for it more or less kind of looks like a weird tadpole out of water. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a strange little little creature only has a couple legs and isn't quite anything yet but I like the fact that he has to feed him a candy bar though so well, feeds him candy bars and, until he gets hungry for a cat fuck yeah <laughs> that was so awesome people, I know it's like and the thing is it, I love watching it, shit like that because I know it offends people more than like a, an actual murder of a human being I know it's and a, he was just grubbing on it just grubbing into its uh, belly dude. Yeah, it was it's like, like oh yeah eat that shit up He's like slurping it and shit. It would have been really. Fucking, f- it would have been funnier if he fucking. The cat, or if, if, if he said something and then he's like, eh, it tastes like kung pao chicken. <laughs> <laughs> or at least. Or the cat's name was kung pao chicken. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. But its name was Muse. It was Muse. But, um. <laughs> <clears throat> Not the band either. Um. So yeah, that fucking yeah, that cat man. She was just like mowing on it, like slurping all its innards out. God. Yeah, because like the the third or fourth episode is when all the kids were searching for the D'Artagnan creature. Yeah, and they're kind of looking around, looking around, looking around. It's before it even got. Big. And then Luke, or not Lucas, but uh, Mike Lucas, Will, and fucking who? Oh God, Dustin. Yeah, Dustin. Yeah, he's the his name. 
I don't know a whole lot of Dustins. I'm sorry. I I knew some Dusties. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But uh, he, of course, keeps it from the crew because he thinks it's his new pet and he wants to keep it. Well, he keeps it, takes it home, comes back, and, well, it ate the cat. Blah, blah, blah. You're caught up. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, that fucking... Yeah, every, I think it, just everything about that portion of the story is kind of funny. And know, then just, how he leads it down to the cellar. Yeah. Oh, that's hilarious. When he's wearing all that shit. He's wearing <laughs> all that protection. God, he's got like fucking... It looked kind of like a, he was wearing hockey gear and umpire gear at the same time. Yeah, he was. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. And um, then he got it down there and fucking... <laughs> Nobody just grabs Steve. We gotta go. We're here. Yeah, we give me these roses. (laughs) We got a problem because everybody else had a problem because the sheriff got stuck because he found the if uh, he found the underground kid or underground kid by that point, didn't he? Yeah, he found the underground cave. That was like that was episode five. Remember Dig Dug? Yeah. Oh, and I love the the names of these episodes. I do. They're so great. God, let's see. Let's, I'm like gonna... episode nine, Stephen Dorf. <laughs> <laughs> it's called the Gate, people. I'm sorry. <laughs> Inside joke. Um. Shit, where is that? Um. Yeah, the episode. The episode list is pretty funny. Okay, so. Yeah, episode one is Mad Max. Episode two is uh, Trick or Treat Freak. Episode three is. The whatever the pod to yeah it's uh, the spy and then uh, will the wise dig dug so yeah by fucking dig dug god that was like it's fun to see like okay first off it's fun to see like the old arcades that's one thing you don't really get a whole lot of I mean the Every city has like a kind of like a niche arcade. Mm-hmm. You know, we got we of course have like two adult themed arcades in Portland, but we also have, uh, you know, there's also the ones from our generation and any Oregonian would know what I was talking about if I mentioned Wonderland. You know, like, but that was like a nickel arcade. Um, yeah, which, but they really don't have arcade games anymore, dude. It's like yeah, it's basically just a bunch of bullshit. I know. I don't like it. Yeah. If you got kids, it's all good, but if you're an adult, you're not having a good time, and don't lie for your kids. Um, yeah. <laughs> Have that angry face. <laughs> Let them know how pissed off you are. Well, because, what was it, episode four, he got consumed by the... By the branches and shit? No, he got consumed by the shadow monster. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and then episode that, five, because right. episode four, he drew all that shit to show the vines or whatever, and yeah. it's all the tunnels under uh, Hartwood or whatever it is, or... Yeah, under the town they live yeah, in. Yeah, under the town they live in. Um, and, then, and then that's why five is Dig Dug, and he, he goes down there, and of course he gets stuck, and they can't find him, and everybody thinks he's going to die. And of course they save him. Yeah, it's a good and thing. that's when Sean Astin starts to get to believe everything. The boyfriend gets the curtain pulled. Uh, he yeah. gets to see and know everything that happened. I like the fact that he actually. I mean, he he made he makes perfect sense out of the giant like vine, like vine map um, that Will drew up, mm-hmm. and it was just crazy. I mean, it was crazy to see it all over the walls. Now, first before we get into the get into that I just want to say now that I've seen this season what will Winola Ryder do to decorate her house next oh I know because she like her son drew all those pictures and Mm. it was like all these tunnels going all around the house yeah it wasn't light bulbs this time people it was fucking art everywhere yep (laughs) and it was on the walls it was was marked there were certain parts of the town that they knew what it was like oh. he just looked at it like and he instantly knew what it was and yeah. where it was and which is great that that you know it's great that that kind of character exists in this season too cuz like that's one trope i always hate in like old school horror films you know where they just kind of 
introduce you to the person that knows all the worst things that are going to happen. Uh-huh. Um, and then there's... You're all cursed! <laughs> but I really love the... And then there's, you know, the one old crazy person that knows what's happening. and um, I think that having the opposite of that, you know, just having this, like, down-to-earth guy who just figures shit out because he's super fucking smart and has uh-huh. nothing else to do. Well, you learn later on that he was the beginner. He was the reason. He's the person who started the AV club mm. at their school. Oh, yeah. They mention that after something bad happens. Um, <laughs> rest in peace, Bob. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love that. I remember. Yeah, we were talking about it, and um, somebody we know um, started watching this season because it was mentioned. To her that Sean Aston's going to be in this season. The it's going to be heartbreaking. Yeah, by the time she gets to that episode, oh shit. <laughs> it's going to be so pissed. It's going to be funny. <laughs> it's like, yep, Sean Aston's in this, but he fucking dies. <laughs> well, he lasts to like, what, she's episode six or seven? Yeah. I mean, he makes him pretty good. Yeah, he had a lot of screen time. Yeah. But of course... Can't kill Mad About You, Paul Reiser. (laughs) (laughs) Even when he's like stuck at that place for a day by himself. Yep, he still manages to survive. Fucking Paul Reiser. He wasn't mad about dying either. No. (laughs) Yeah, so like... And then of course, you know, with the way the episodes kind of draw themselves out after that, you know, like... um, once they figure out uh, where where is what and well, I like the episode where uh, L got really mad and started acting like a little bratty teenager. Yeah, that was that was actually kind of fun because it was like, and uh, like that big man couldn't even yeah outpower her. Nope. Yeah, he'd be what was it? He was trying to unpl- or the take, sheriff take away the TV and she just planted it. it down and planted it down. Mm-hmm. Nothing. And threw the chair at his knee and. Repeating the shit out of him. Threw the book at him. <laughs> like and they they had a little bit of a bad falling out, but guess what? You need that. You really do. I mean, just to bring it all back together. Um, well, when they pull the sheriff back out of the tunnels, is when shit really starts hitting the fan. That's when the government comes in and pulls him out, saves him, and starts burning it. And Will just fucking tweaks the fuck out. Reminded me of. Um, was that John Carpenter movie, Mars Attacks, or... Uh, yeah, yeah uh, Mars Attacks? No, not Mars Attacks. Uh, Invaders from Mars. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, it, the sounds he were making reminded me of that movie. Yeah. And, and so much of the soundtrack reminded me of John Carpenter. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> just in the general show, yeah. Oh, I was just... The, the doofer brothers. <laughs> <laughs> fucking doofers. <laughs> fucking doofers. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they did a good job with that shit. Whoever they chose to do the fucking music and the soundtrack. That's completely memorable. Oh, yeah. And, uh, of course, they get them all out of there. They get them all to the the government building, and then Will sets them up for the trap. Or not really Will, the dark shadow. Yeah. Um, shadow monster, who has basically taken over Will. Mm-hmm. And Will is not Will anymore. Nope. He can't even remember Bob. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Bob's great, because it's Bob. This is before he died. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's actually a lot of build-up to Sean Astin's death. but Oh, um, yeah, dude. He does such a good job because they have to reboot the computer. And he's like, do you know basics? And he's like, what the hell's basics? <laughs> he's like, it's computer speak. He's like, uh, no, just tell me. He's like, well, why don't I just teach you French while I'm at it? <laughs> it was like they had such good writing in this movie and, and such good chemistry with every one of the actors. Yeah. And at least, uh, well, that's the other thing, too, is uh, the one thing that really kills me about last season is just kind of how negative they kind of portray Lucas. And they give you a little bit of that in this. There's a little bit of racism, a little talk of racism. Oh, a little, little undertone of racism. Yeah, yeah. it's beautiful. And it's cool to kind of get through that the way they do, but it's also kind of funny that... Yeah, you actually got to see his family finally. Yeah, finally. I like the relationship between Lucas and the sister. 
That's, oh yeah, that's total. That's, it's basically like the kind-hearted version of what me and my sister went through, <laughs> like without the violence. Because, <laughs> yeah, because me and my sister we used to be the shit. Start calling him a nerd the whole time when he's getting his picture taken out for the Ghostbuster thing yeah. for the Halloween night. He's like, "You're a nerd." You're a nerd. You're a nerd. <laughs> Just being a sister. Yep. That fucking kid. <laughs> and then the 80s dad. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, total 80s dad. Uh, Max's stepdad or whatever. Oh, who Jesus. was mad at the stepbrother because he wasn't taking care of his stepsister. Yeah. And he started beating... He started. He didn't beat the shit out of him. He slapped his son out of it. Yeah. Yeah, basically, we grew up in the era of child abuse. <laughs> so, so, like... And, and that's normal for us. That's what's that, you know, that a lot of people would be like, oh, we were never hit as a child. Yeah, and it shows. Yeah, um, it shows. <laughs> there's a certain kind of, um, I don't know, like, I, I think there's a certain wit and person or, or aspect of personality that gets lost on somebody who was born without the child abuse rather than with. When a know, situation happens, they get scared. Yeah, pretty much. And I don't know, like, I, I'm not really a big, I'm not too anti-child abuse. I mean, I figure, you know, there is a point. Where... Kid, kids need to be punished. Kids yeah. need to know fear, some type, well, somewhat of it. Yeah. And now they're like, no, that's mental abuse. They can't show fear. And I want to stop them from doing anything stupid ever, because I'm going to be a helicopter parent. <laughs> they don't let kids make bad decisions anymore they don't let kids learn from their own mistakes yeah but that's why we love 80s shows and that's why we're talking about it um fuck yeah but then they lead up to what oh god what was dig dog what was episode six um i think the six was the shit oh of course my thing fucking totally closes piece of shit it was the uh, Secret Cabin episode. What was the Secret Cabin? Uh, that was the one where... Let's see. I think Secret Cabin is where they take... Um, yeah, they. it's where they take Will, I think, to try to hide from the, the fact that, the, that he draws the, the creatures towards him. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, that was uh, more or less their their way of kind of deflecting um, while keeping... Uh, while while Elle was at her sister's and then left to come back to help her friends. Yeah. And then when Elle comes back, you find you just see a fucking... Like, one of those demi-dogs or whatever fly yeah. through a window and you're like, oh man, what what they do? Did they... Are they like, they're sacrificing their one of their own so they can have a doorway in? No. Yeah, possibly. Elle walks in after like, anybody hungry? <laughs> <laughs> And of course, little Mikey splooges everywhere, and then. I think there's there could have been a lot explored on that side story too with L, um, the fact that, I mean, you you get to see this kind of weird build for her. So like, she gets kind of in a way. Uh, well, they they at least introduced her sister. They yeah. can always bring her back. Yeah. And who's to say there's not more of them? Yeah, that's true. Because there's eleven. Yep. I mean, if. 11 is even the highest number. <laughs> I know. Well, so far it is right now. Cause yeah. And they hint at Matthew Modine's character, the pop-up character still being alive. Yeah. Which yeah. probably, because it's Matthew fucking Modine, okay? Yeah, they're not just going to kill him in the first season. That's crazy. Um, but yeah, I think the... Um, I think the fact that... Uh, you know all the weird shit that they, they give you, um, the fact that, like, Elle's sister, uh, number eight, she basically has way different abilities, um... Basically turn anybody's visions into an acid trip. Yeah. Total mind control, total mind... Yeah, that kind of shit... I think the, um... I think how dangerous that kind of character is. It'd be really nice to kind of explore... <laughs> and how more. she was raised, and how evil she is, and what she wants to do to all the people that hurt her throughout her life. Yeah. And that's why, like, at least Elle didn't do what she wanted her to do. Fuck no. Or she didn't, Elle didn't do what her sister wanted her to do. And then, then of course, she comes back, saves her friends, and then she, what? They come back, 
they get a plan together, of course. Yeah, and the plan of and the plan is to uh close the gate. Yep. She opened it, she's gotta close it. And speaking of which, that's the one fucking thing I totally hated. But I kinda liked it at the same time. The fact that episode nine, the last episode of this uh season it was called Steven Dorf. Fuck you. <laughs> it's not called Steven Dorf, it's just called the gate. <laughs> Gate, nigga, the gate. Yeah, a lot of gates being closed in that episode. Mm-hmm. Especially the big one. The hell now. She's all closing the gate. I ask for a shotgun. I get my wish. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <coughs> like, it's like, why don't you just have a shotgun? It's just bullets run out. There's a shotgun. There's a shotgun. And, uh... Of course, the one kids go down and save them to distract the dogs to burn down the one part, and then they put Will in a, a heat cabin, basically, and burn him the fuck out. Yeah. And burn out the shadow monster out of him. Had a nice kind of happy ending. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah season didn't end. Except for the last few seconds where they're like, "Oh, season three. <laughs> yeah. So like the um. So yeah, they they overcome everything and. Save the day. And one thing we end up learning... Um, Although I did like that one part where the dogs were coming and I thought fucking Steve and Dustin were dead. Yeah. And I love how like Steve became like a mentor for Dustin. Yeah, he pretty much did. Yeah. He's like, I'm a shitty boyfriend, but I'm a damn good babysitter. <laughs> <laughs> he should be the head of the babysitter's club. Seriously. Yep, and I love how he told out, told Dustin what he puts in his hair for the body. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Fair faucet spray when it's damp, not wet. It's, uh, man, that fucking, that jerry curl he gets at the end. <laughs> oh, it's so bad. Like, every time I see it, it's just, oh, it's so terrible looking. And then he gets shut down by all the girls, life lesson learned as a, from a, as a man. And then... Nancy, yep. who he's always had a crush on, Dustin, he gets to dance with Nancy. And yep. he makes all the girls, and that makes all the girls jealous that he, that turned him down. Yep. Which, that was a good, wholesome ending. And then, of course, Mike finally gets to kiss Elle. Which was, you know, when, well, an eighth grade kiss, which is nothing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it didn't, yeah, it didn't get all they pornographic. Didn't, I know, they didn't porn kiss it up. They should have, but they yeah. didn't. It should have been hilarious. Oh, please let there be outtakes. God. And the sheriff and Winona Ryder are smoking cigarettes illegally on school campus at the end. Fuck. I always thought they should get together. I almost thought they had. I think probably back in high school. Maybe. Yeah. But uh, they they were very well together, and then. Paul Reiser at the end is a, is a good guy and helps out the sheriff to get L uh, fake documentation so she can have a, a regular life. I love how like when he's patching up the doctor, he's like, oh, by the way, this is L and she's going to save the day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you're going to help her out so she doesn't get poked and prodded the rest of her life. <laughs> you're going to give her a regular life. Least you can do, you know. <laughs> yeah, no shit. But I, I really like that show. That show is very well written, very well done. Hands down, Netflix best show. Yeah, it has to be. I mean, you know, I'll say this because I like a lot of Netflix series. As oh, you know. so do I, dude. I love I mean, a lot, but that is hands down the best I've seen. There's really no like in like a lot of the the network the the shows they have. There's usually when there, there's an episode where you get a little bit of a lull. Yeah. You're like, eh, I don't like that episode too much. But every fucking episode in these are fucking great. Start to finish. Most of the time. And if it has a lull, it's very little. It's very minute. Yeah. Because like, um, that was one thing that um, Hemlock Grove kind of skipped around with. You know, like, some episodes were really fucking good. Some episodes were complete shit. <laughs> And we didn't really get I'll that. I'll say that about Daredevil. I'll say that about uh, most all their Marvel ones. Um, I have high hopes for Punisher. But this series, yeah, not not much of a lull. 
Not much of a lull at all. It's actually no, it's actually... like, and when the shit hits the fan, the last couple episodes were great. Yeah. I think the only other show I really have dug that, of course, it wasn't created by Netflix, but uh, Netflix did take it over, was the last, like the last part portion of the killing, and that show. I mean, that show had a lot of you know, kind of captivated your you know attention pretty good, and and some of the other series that I've seen. From Netflix, you know, just not quite the quality of this one. Um, the, of course, there is that one, um, I think it's like Swedish. It's called Dark. Um, that series should be coming out here pretty soon. Well, I got, I got Punisher coming, I think, mid November sometime. Yeah. Probably around your birthday. Hmm. Yeah, that's what... um, but that's a good show. That's another one I'll probably binge watch. Uh, oh, they're bringing more fucking ranch. <laughs> Damn the ranch. That's a really good show. I like that show. Hmm. Uh, Sam Elliott, such a great actor. Got to watch him all you can while he's still alive. I know, just the way it's been going lately. Fuck. Just oh, I know, dude. People done. just dropping the fuck off, dude. I know, like, I think of the... What was that? I think Benson. Was... I didn't even know he was still alive. Yeah, I know. He just fucking... <laughs> I thought he died like 10 years ago, dude. Um, the other one I was really... I was kind of surprised about was... Uh, like, this was weeks back. I think we recorded... I think it was right before we recorded. But we didn't like know it, know it yet. Uh, Tom Petty. Oh, I know. That was such a sad... The day he died, I turned... I was driving around... And every radio station was playing fucking Tom Petty. It doesn't matter if it was rap or not. I was like, every switch, I switched to every station, dude, and it was Tom Petty all the time. <laughs> fucking Tom Petty. Yeah. But, um, God, like, not too long after I heard about Tom Petty, and then he's not dead. Uh, but what's his face who just wrote, oh, Blueberry Hill. Oh fuck! Uh, that that guy just died. Yeah, he had a weird name. I don't even know that one. Yeah, I probably know as soon as, as soon as I read it though. Fats Domino. Yep, Fats Domino died. Damn. Uh, a lot of good ones are dying. Yeah. But a lot of shitty ones are still living. <laughs> like the Rolling Stones. <laughs> and, and Matt Damon. Um. <laughs> Matt Damon. Matt Damon. <laughs> uh, but anyways, people. Yeah. This uh, season two of Stranger Things is a must-watch, especially if you're a fan if you're not a fan, hey, check it out. If you haven't checked it out, you don't like it, and hey, that's your fucking prerogative. But yeah, no, this season was pretty good. It's like, it's a different kind of uh, roller coaster ride, much much similar to the last season. Um, I actually like this season better. Yeah, this season actually is a big improvement from last year, um, which last year was awesome. So, I mean, they're just continuing to go up. I think, and that was kind of the... Like, the only other series I had seen that kind of did that at first was, like, American Horror Story, where season two was way better than season one, and they uh-huh. just kept climbing. They did get to kind of a plateau point. Um, I think Hotel was kind of a drop for them, and then, then of course, you know, with fucking Roanoke Nightmare and now The Cult, it's kind of like, eh, you know, <laughs> kind of getting sick of them already. But, um... I gotta binge watch those. Yeah. I still need to see this. Well, I need to finish binge watching I Zombie so we can do a podcast on that. (laughs) Oh, fuck yeah, dude. (laughs) Man, like, uh, yeah, that's one thing I'm really happy with uh, the fact that the. Like a while back, I'd switched to, like, DirecTV Now, Mm. which is like, uh, it's basically DirecTV's uh, video on demand service. CW has its own app. Yeah, I get the CW too. And, um,. And that was uh, that was the coolest thing about that about that app is the fact that I could watch um, iZombie on there, and they actually had it on demand. 
So I didn't necessarily have to wait for it to get to Netflix or wait for Well, they're going a lot faster on Netflix about putting out those CW shows. Yeah. I mean, you don't see that kind of turnaround on Hulu at all. Usually it's like you gotta wait a day. And sometimes you gotta wait a few days. Smoke break. No go. No go. Anyways, people, all we're saying is watch Stranger Things too. Oh, and you'll be watching the new Hellboy, by the way. Fuck yeah. Um, yeah, sh- what was it? Uh, Sheriff uh, Hopper plays fucking. Um, yeah, he's playing Hellboy next. Mm-hmm. I've seen one picture of him. In the- <coughs> I don't know if it was test footage or not, but or if it was from some commercial or whatever. But he actually looked pretty good as it. But anyway, thanks for tuning in, and uh, we'll see you next time. Um, outside of Halloween, of course, and you know, do enjoy your Halloween Eve. Um, hopefully, you're drunk right now. Yeah, go trick or treat, freak. You know. <laughs> Or steal your kids' candy, steal other people's or candy. Or bribe kids for candy to bring candy home to your daughter that you forgot about your special time. Sheriff Hobbs. Yeah. Yeah.